At the age of 29, Buffett met a man who was very similar to himself and would have a great influence on his investment philosophy in life. This man was the West Coast philosopher Charlie Munger. We introduced him in the bookie Poor Charlie's Almanac, The Wit and Wisdom of Charles T. Munger. Before meeting Charlie Munger, Buffett had usually selected cheap cigarette but stocks. However, Munger despised them. He believed that instead of putting effort and money into an awful company, investors should buy the stock of outstanding companies. Influenced by Munger, Buffett altered his stock selection method. He avoided being too limited. His subsequent management of Berkshire Hathaway reflected the changes in his investment philosophy. To put it simply, Buffett used the cigarette butt theory to establish and grow Berkshire Hathaway in the early stages. Then he followed an investment philosophy of spending more money on high-quality assets. Berkshire Hathaway is one of Buffett's biggest achievements. The company is now a diversified investment group. The company owns more than 80 subsidiaries in a diverse range of businesses including clothing, jewelry sales, real estate, energy, aircraft leasing, and railways. It also holds stock in famous companies such as American Express, Coca-Cola, The Washington Post, and Wells Fargo. However, in the early days, Hathaway and Berkshire were textile manufacturing companies. Following two world wars and economic crises, the two companies shared a similar trajectory, both of them remained profitable for a while, but soon found themselves in trouble. Considering their prospects, leaders of the two companies decided to merge them into Berkshire Hathaway in 1955 after a series of negotiations. However, textile manufacturing was a sunset industry at the time. The company's stock price dropped. Until the 1950s, Buffett worked at Graham Newman Corporation. By the end of 1962, the stock price of Berkshire Hathaway had fallen below $8 per share. However, since its operating capital per share was as high as $16.50, the company had huge potential value. Buffett saw this potential and bought some stock, planning to be patient and hold it for many years. Later, as Buffett's enthusiasm in investment grew, he bought a more sizable chunk of Berkshire Hathaway stock and became its largest shareholder in 1963. After long-term visits, inspections, negotiations, and operations, Buffett finally became the director of Berkshire Hathaway and took over the company. Buffett never regarded Berkshire Hathaway as a textile manufacturing company. Instead, he felt the company should gain a substantial profit from its capital expenditures. At that time, Buffett had been researching an insurance company for a long time. This was because textile manufacturing companies had to spend a lot of money on equipment, but insurance could use the float between insurance premiums and debt paying to bring in a steady stream of cash flow. Buffett believed that the float in the insurance industry was as powerful as rocket fuel and that insurance companies could be a cash channel for investment. Therefore, Buffett bought a local workers' compensation company that supplied sufficient cash flow for Berkshire Hathaway's large-scale operations. Thanks to this increase in the company's funds, the company developed fast. In the following years, Berkshire Hathaway acquired the Sun Newspapers of Omaha Inc. and later bought the Illinois National Bank and Trust. In this way, Buffett gradually used Berkshire Hathaway's capital to invest in the insurance, banking, 
and publishing industries. The company's business scope expanded even further. By 1970, Buffett owned 29% of Berkshire Hathaway's shares and had become the chairman of the board. For the first time, he wrote a letter to all Berkshire Hathaway shareholders as part of its annual report. Since then, Buffett's habit of writing letters to shareholders has persisted, and these letters have become classic readings for investors. We also mention these letters in the bookie The Essays of Warren Buffett, Lessons for Investors and Managers. After that, Buffett became more and more familiar with how capital works. The huge profits from Berkshire Hathaway gave Buffett more leeway to enter other areas, such as publishing via the Washington Post. At that time, Philip Leslie Graham, the publisher of the Post committed suicide. His wife Catherine Graham took over the company and became the chairman of the board. Her challenge was not only to accept the burden of managing the company but also to withstand the tremendous pressure to disclose the Watergate scandal. Once the controversial story broke, public opinion was turbulent. The Post was threatened and suppressed by the administration of Richard Nixon and multiple advocacy groups, which caused the company's stock price to drop. Buffett made a decision. He bought a large number of Post shares which helped the company weather the crisis. After this, Buffett and Catherine Graham became close friends. Berkshire Hathaway has also made large-scale investments in Coca-Cola, Disney, and other companies. In short, upgraded value investing reinforced Buffett's investment philosophy, which expanded the variety of stocks Buffett could invest in and ensured his company's profitability. Multidimensional thinking and corporate management gave Buffett a stable source of funds. More funds enable more investment, and more investment reaps more rewards. Using this cycle of investing money to make more money, Buffett has reached the heights in every respect. What's more remarkable is that he's remained at the top of his game for decades. Today, thanks to the intelligence and wisdom of its founder Berkshire Hathaway, which was on the verge of bankruptcy 50 years ago is one of the world's most profitable companies. Its net assets have increased from $22.887 million in 1964 to $162 billion at the end of 2001, and its share price has risen from $7 to $90,000. By 2008, Buffett's wealth had grown to $62 billion, a thousand-fold increase worth tens of millions of dollars. His multidimensional accumulation of wealth made the impossible possible and made him the first person to become the world's richest man through investment alone.